listening to a goddamn episode. Motherfucker Jody B done call in, playing his own goddamn theme music, doing the beatbox and shit. How you gonna do that? And then proclaim himself voicemail motherfucking champion. Ain't the voicemail champion. How you gonna do that? You can't just say you this shit. God damn it. I mean, not that I'm saying I am. All I'm saying is he ain't, motherfucker. Shit. It's a goddamn communal show. We share this shit. Share it. Share the raw. Share the raw with all these people, your friends, family, everybody you know. We need to share the goddamn raw. Now, having said that, um, I really, I don't really have much else to say other than that. I just, you know, so I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave it at that. Don't play your own damn theme music, yach. Shit. The kid peed on himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he said thank you beat on himself listen um all I want to say is Jody Jody motherfucking B is a motherfucking man anybody say different full of shit motherfucking man love me some Jody B also having said that uh Randy Rob's man um Tony Rager motherfucking man um Fear motherfucking Ennis uh, artist formerly known as Fear, as y'all might know, um, you know, Facebook is taking that shit away from them now. So, you know, it's the way shit works, man. Motherfuckers, they come after you when you get big, you know what I mean? So, eh, shit happens, what are you gonna do? Uh, who else? Who else the man? Um, Chris, from my show, uh, he the man. Um, Danielle, from my show, she the man, she the man, woman, right? Sean, horribly awkward. The man. Um, who else? Who else, man? Oh, Rob. Rob. B. Rob is B. Rob on Twitter. He the man. Um, there's a lot of mans. You know what I mean? So when you hear people saying the man keeping me down, they talking about all them motherfuckers oppressing, doing some nasty shit. They don't give a fuck keeping you down. I think that's how it works. I'm not really sure. I don't really know who they're talking about. I'm gonna say yeah, it's those people, but. Whatever. Anyway. Oh, I know who I fucking called. You need to tell me that. Anyway, um, I'm, I'm leaving voicemail number three. Just so I can stick it to the main Jody B. I can fuck doing what I do. Fuck that shit. Ah! Anyway, I don't really have much to say. I just wanted to say, you know, he's trying to say he's a champ. He Uh-uh. Not today. Y'all better recognize, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know exactly where he's from. I want to say he's from the south somewhere. He's got that smooth southern shit going on, right? We from the north. Um, we up there in New York. Represent? What? Uh, we loud and shit. Um, but I agree with you. You know, when he's on the Twitter or just talking shit with his homies, he loud and fuck, especially on the voicemail. On his show, he's all smooth and sultry. You know what I'm saying? You all like, yeah, I'm cool. I don't like to, you know, create no controversies. I just like to be smooth. That's what I do. But you know what? That's professional. That's what people do when they're goddamn professional, all right? They don't talk no shit about my boy. My boy does his thing. Represent. Y'all don't like it? You are now listening to Random 
feelings. your boy b rob and i'm back with another edition of the random rambles with rob podcast first and foremost i'd like to thank you the listener for coming back each and every week or however it is that you listen to podcasts if you're a first time listener i'd like to thank you very much as well because you took a chance and you're giving my show a listen upon recommendation or just randomly scrolling through whatever podcast provider that you found me on or however you found me. I really don't care how you found me. I kind of do. But the most important thing is that you're listening. And I appreciate that. Hey, it's early Sunday morning. Everybody in the bed except for my retarded ass. But it is what it is. Um, Got Ray leading the show again with another voicemail. He's sunt. A shot over the bow at Jody B. That motherfucker Jody B. He's vying for the title. First, he <laughs> clowned him. Then he came back on the second voicemail and gave him props. Then he came back on the third voicemail and he daggone shot some slander at him again. So <laughs> this voicemail thing has been great. I appreciate all y'all sending in your voicemails. And hey, if you are listening and you think you might want to shoot a voicemail this way, you can do so. And the number to do that is 304-825-5762. I forget what the, I haven't said it in so long. It used to be 304-TALK-ROB, something like that shit. (laughs) But 304-825-5762. And you can send in your magnificent voicemails. It can be about anything, as long as it's random, baby. Speaking of voicemails, we got another jam-packed edition of the show with more voicemails. I got another crazy story from Hoppy Rogers, which I'm going to go ahead and play that for you right now. Yeah. What up, B-Rob? What up, East Coast? What up, West Coast? What up, Santa Claus? What up, Aliens of Antarctica? This is Happy, uh, Hoppy Rogers checking in. I'm a little drunk. almost called myself Happy. Fuck it, I'm Happy Hoppy Rogers over here. But uh, I'm going to tell this story. It's Derby Week in Louisville, okay? Uh, as I know nobody else in the whole fucking country celebrates the Kentucky Derby, but it's it's beyond the Super Bowl in this motherfucker. We get fucked up. So anyway, uh, we was out last night. My homie Anthony, he's a... Uh, Retired military dude with a tanker got blown up in a tank. He was in Bosnia, Gulf One, Gulf Two. Uh, he's a bad motherfucker, but now his legs the size of my wrist, and he's a drunkard because he got blown up. But I love this motherfucker. And this other motherfucker, we call him Stetson. His last name's Stetson because he's from that that family with the hats and the cologne and all that shit. But uh, he Stetson, if you find this man, fuck you. First off, you know I'm telling the truth, and this story's funny as hell. But anyway. He really ain't shit. I love the guy. He's rich as fuck. His grandma takes care of him. He's a trust fund baby. But let's keep it real. He ain't never worked in his life. He's got a Harley. He's got a Jeep. He got the $1,200 apartment and all that shit. But uh, he be lying to bitches about what he does in the company. But he don't do shit. Grandma sends him money. But uh, I love you, though. But anyway, uh, we was out last night and got so fucked up 
we was trying to head somewhere else, but Stetson done passed out in the bar. Well, we knew the bar owner, so we was like, man, can we just let this motherfucker sleep his shit off here? He's like, yeah, I'll be here early in the morning. I'll, you know, y'all come get him or whatever. So, uh, we leave him there. Well, he, he comes to about 30 minutes after we leave. And, you know, we hear this story this morning or whatever. But he's walking around drunk looking for his motherfucking motorcycle. He didn't even take his motorcycle down there, B-Rob. We drove his dumb ass. So he's wandering through fucking garages and shit. Doesn't realize he's wandering through the motherfucking motor pool at the police department, dog. So they come running out. Hey, hey, hey! Well, this motherfucker, he's like on almost on the second level. You know, parking garage is winding around. He's like at one and a half stories. This motherfucker jumps out the parking garage, hits a tree, like boom, 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 all down the tree. His face is fucked up. You look like the elephant, man, homie, if you find this somehow. But anyways, dog. Gets, gets right back up. They all coming out to get him. He runs right back inside, hits the elevator, goes to the top floor, gets up under a cop car, goes to sleep. <clears throat> they can't find him. So this morning he hits us up. He's like, hey, dog, hey, dog, hey, dog. Tells us the whole story all whoop de whoop He's like, I'm getting ready to run out the motor pool, dog. I need you to text me when you're outside so we can get up. So I'm like, man, what the fuck? He's about to get me hemmed up in this shit. But I swear to God, he got out clean, scot free. So we back at the crib. Got him all cleaned up. He still looked like the elephant man and shit. But uh, I'm drunk again. Kentucky Derby's tomorrow. I love you people. My horse is Gervin. G-I-R-V-I-N. I'm telling you. Put some money on this horse. Get on the O. That's another passionate story told by the man known as Happy Rogers, who was uh, earlier, not earlier today, but yesterday, sending dick pics across the internet. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Happy, for sending us another story. Also, in the voicemail rankings that we got this week is uh Jared again from the hashtag Blackout Podcast. And um, a lot of these voicemails that you've been hearing, except for Hoppy's, because he's a special case, have been um responses to previous episodes of the podcast. So if you don't really understand what they're talking about, just go back to those uh previous episodes. It usually be one episode behind. So this is episode 70 and you should be, they should be responding to episode 69. Oh yeah. With the lovely Miss Foxy. But anyway, here's two voicemails from Jared from the hashtag blackout podcast. Hello, B Rob Jared from the hashtag blackout podcast. One half of the two coolest, Black podcasters you've ever did a show with that like to get their love box tapped and that like to tap love boxes. If you know what I'm saying. No homo though. I mean, we're cousins. We're, we're not kissing cousins. We're not from Arkansas. You know what I'm saying? But we like to tap that love box. Anyway, okay. So, love listening to the messages from Jody B and, and the Po Boys and all these other crazy people. Love that. Love those shows. Had a great show, number 69 with Foxy. One, that was cool. Uh, okay, yeah, so just want to drop this on you. Uh, what do your people think about cankles? Cankles. Cankles. You know what a cankle is? It's when the calf and the ankle sort of fuse together so it looks like a, I don't know, like a upside-down oval or something like that. It doesn't come, doesn't quite come to like an actual calf, you know, where it's like a muscle defined muscle. It's just like a weird-looking, overly uh, egg-shaped, upside-down, disgusting-looking. It almost looked like, you know, what the 
Mogwai turned into before they turned into the Green Gremlin. But, you know, depending on the woman, I guess it is, or man, because I've dudes with cankles too. But my whole dating life, I was like, nah, never going to get a girl with cankles. Thank goodness, my wife, no cankles. Shout out to my wife, much love to her. Yeah, but I just want to know what you people, what y'all people think about cankles. That's disgusting. And speaking of crop dusting, it's funny that your kid crop dust, uh, uh, you know, what you said on the show. That was hilarious. Man, my kids crop dust all the time. My dog is the worst crop duster. I'll be just sitting there, and you'll smell something funky. You're like, who the heck was that? And it's just you and the dog, and then you know it wasn't you. And the dog will look up at me, look up at you, and look up at me, whatever, and be like, don't look at me. I didn't do that. And I'm like, now how did you not crop dust? Because I know it wasn't me. And you guys the only other butt around here. You guys ever had a dog that crop dust? Crop dusting and cankles. That's the moral of this message. Hey, take care. Always good to hear your show. Go ahead and tap that love box vigorously. And we blacking out. Peace. What was funny about that voicemail there, <laughs> it was two of them. So uh, he brought up Kissing Cousins in Arkansas, which Jody B is from Arkansas. So Jody B, I hope you're not kissing your cousins or anything like that. <laughs> Cankles. Uh, cankles look like um, you know how you go to McDonald's and you order a parfait and you take that parfait and you just turn that some bitch upside down and it just slide out the cup and just hit the ground and go plop that's what a cankle remind me of or a frozen cup for you southerners it's just it, it's uh, just one long cylinder type thing I don't know cankles are scary Especially people who usually have cankles, they have like a lot of weight above their knees too. So it's like, I don't know, it's almost like a margarita glass. It's all skinny and then you get to the bowl part of it <laughs> where it holds all the drink and everything. That's what like people cankles look like. It's just smooth and it hit that knee then all that fat just kind of bubble around the top of the knee. Uh, cankles. And yeah, they was tapping their love box. Well, Jared was tapping his love box on the voicemail. And if you don't know what that term or phrase is, you're going to have to listen to the hashtag Blackout Podcast. Or you can go back and listen to episode 67 when the hashtag Blackout Podcast was a guest on my show. And they kind of explained what tapping the love box is. I mean, everybody can tap their love box. I, I would love more than anything to be tapping Mrs. B-Rob's love box right now but she's sleep and we already got one kid and she's kind of paranoid about maybe getting pregnant even though she on birth control but hey I don't want no more kids either I'm on a fixed income <laughs> but that's par from the course and yes they had pristine grapes in the Walmart I don't like nobody putting their dirty ass paws on the motherfucking grapes in the Walmart or any damn freaking produce put your hand inside one of those bags they give you then you can finger fuck it all you want it's just like a condom for your hands and you ain't putting all your germs on the motherfucking produce god damn it thanks once again to Jared from the hashtag blackout podcast and we got one final voicemail left and it's from Ray again and I kind of saved this because it's my pet word. It's my my thing that I say the most. 
and it is the word motherfucker. So he broke it down to me. I think last time on episode 69 with a Foxy, you know, that was my question to her. Where do you think the word motherfucker came from? And Ray in his infinite wisdom and his uh, love for the show and his uh, passion for leaving me voicemails. He did just that. He defined what motherfucker was in a voicemail. And what was crazy about this voicemail that you're about to hear, there's going to be a slight beep and a pause because Ray called my cell phone, my personal phone to leave the voicemail message. He, he just dialed the wrong number. I guess he got the two numbers saved on the one contact or however the hell that worked out. So you're going to hear a slight beep and a pause to where I called him back and then he comes back to the voicemail <laughs> and damn continues on with what he was doing. Crazy, right? I'll let you hear it. I don't do it justice. Alright, so get this, right? The word motherfucker dates back to the late 19th century with the Texas, motherfucking Texas, your motherfucking home state, in 1889 recording a defendant being called a goddamn motherfucking bastardly son of a bitch! Anyway, and in 1917, a black U.S. soldier, black, that's some fucked up shit, right? Called his draft board, you low-down motherfuckers, right? He said that in a letter. What do you want me to tell you? I don't know exactly where it comes from, but from what I'm getting from this, it comes from Texas, and it comes from the blacks. So, now you know where the motherfucking origins of motherfucker comes from. I don't know if this is true. I'm reading this on Wikipedia, so it could be all bullshit. Uh, it, it says a lot of other words, um, but I, you know, any goddamn way. So like I was fucking saying, uh, the word motherfucker either comes from uh, 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 Texas or black people. Motherfucker. So you guys can rep that shit hard. And by the way, don't interrupt me again, B-Rob. Motherfucker. Calling me in, in the middle of leaving this goddamn voicemail. Motherfucker, shit! Where am I? Hold on, I'm gonna go back to this God, uh, Wikipedia. So, in popular music, the first mainstream rock release included the word in 1969. What episode is this, motherfucker? What? Uh, kick out by. Oh, actually, no, this would be episode 70. Fuck. Whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, recorded by Rob Tyner. Shout it out. And right now, right now, it's time to kick out the jams, motherfuckers. In 1969, he said that shit. But I'm listening to 69, so whatever. That was anticlimactic. It goes on to say a lot more motherfucking shit about motherfucker. Point is, Wikipedia, I don't know if it's true, but be that as it may, it could be. And that's really all that matters, right? As long as it could be, maybe, eh, probably not. Thank you, Ray, for that. I'm a little more smarter than I was then, you know, till after I listen to that voicemail. Now we got all that business out of the way. This is part two of a King and Sasha Banks. Um, we talk more about Sasha Banks. This is a continuation of um, my interview with King Ajar. And um, like I said, we talk more about Sasha Banks and currently our top five uh, waterfalls. And if you don't understand what that term means, we're talking about women in reference to, you know, some stuff. I mean, water, moistness, wet. I mean, you can put it together. Use your mind. Tap your love box. <laughs> but yeah, the second half, 
Um, and it's predominantly more Sasha Banks as per usual with Ajar. He loves him some Sasha Banks. Um, he also talks a little bit more about um, the business aspects of WWE and Sasha Banks. So enjoy. We're going to get into it on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. You can talk to your boy, Bat, because I like Bat. There's Naomi. Let's wait for her lie. She's like, what do you think? But the, the Naomi line was long. Oh, shit, it man. Was, no, that was probably two lines in one. It was one to see Naomi and one to see her ass. <laughs> but you know what was funny about the Naomi line? The Usos were in the line. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? They were in the line because they were just like wanted to show their support, but they were like there. And I, and I remember I was like, Matt, we got to go meet Naomi. And he's like, I don't know that light. We, we could like, I think we were so happy that we met Sasha and saw Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, all at, in like 10 minutes. We didn't even care. But look at who we could have seen. Nia, we could have seen Nia Jax, Naomi, Bobby Roode, Austin Aries, Jim Cornette, Eric Bischoff, Mick Foley. But we didn't go to any of them because we were just on such a high, this contact high from seeing Sasha. We didn't care. We were just like, oh, whatever. Jim Cornette, who cares? Oh, he's only one of my favorite managers ever, but ah, who cares? We saw the boss. Man. I should have I waited in the line for Naomi. Shit, man. I would have damn camped out for the, to go see her. <laughs> so is Naomi like your number one? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the order. From what they currently have on the roster, there it's Naomi, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, and then everything else kind of trails off after that. Maurice is in the home little category over there. I wouldn't even put her in my my main okay. focus group. Maurice, there. you talk about Maurice, right? Yeah. We could have we could have waited in line for her and Miz. Oh man, I would shit. I, fuck Maurice, man. I would have wanted to go oh, see the Miz. <laughs> she is so she is oh, beautiful yeah, she, she, she in is person. Fine. She is fine. Yeah. Whew, yeah, Maurice is she's she's top of the food chain, but so no my power. Though. So okay, who's your five? So you gave me four. Who's your five? Uh, I mean, shit, Maurice is part of that five, but I mean, it, she's not like in that little category there. She's like something else to me. Um, hmm, who else we got on this roster? Oh shit, man, it would be going down NXT style, uh, fucking Ember Moon. Whew, Lord Jesus. Peyton Royce? Nah, not so much. Yeah, like well, what about I, Billy I, I, Kay? I would, I would rather. Which one? Billy Kay is the one that wear the onesie, right? The tall Australian, yeah. Yeah, the blue velour mm-hmm. outfit. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that one. I like um, the other one, the one that dressed like Poison Ivy. <laughs> That's who I'm talking about, Peyton Royce. Yeah, I would, if you gave me those two, I would take Peyton Royce. So. It's funny because I think everybody has everybody who likes Sasha Banks likes Alexa Bliss, which is really interesting. So mine is Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, um, Peyton Royce, Naomi, and well, she's no longer with the company now, but it was Eva Marie. What um. Yeah, Eva Marie. Yeah, she, she, but here's, here's the thing. Eva Marie and I share the same birthday, September 19th. So she has to make my top five. Hey, that's my for, anniversary. If for, <laughs> if for no other reason, it's, it's the same birthday. But 
it's weird because like everybody who likes Sasha Banks loves Alexa Bliss. It's like the weirdest thing because everybody I know who has like a Twitter handle or an Instagram page dedicated to one always has pictures of both. Like they just like both of them. It's not like, oh, I love Sasha, but I don't like Alexa. They love both of them. And I think it's maybe because they're both like kind of this diminutive – they have the, the thickness in the right parts, mm-hmm. and they kind of just have that kind of cocky swagger about them. But, like, man, every guy I know who likes Sasha Banks, they, they like, they like, he likes Alexa Bliss. Like, it's just, like, you could like Sasha, but you don't like Charlotte. You're like, eh, whatever. You know, you could like Sasha, and you don't like Bailey. Actually, you know what? Becky might have to make my top five. Becky's really pretty. I mean, she's really attractive, but... You like Bay? I notice you like Bailey a lot. Oh yeah, Bailey got a bubble on her too, boy. Shit, man, watch, watch, well, watch Bailey get pinned. She can't lay flat on her back because her booty holding her up. <laughs> so Bailey is Hispanic, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, people need to know that. Like Bailey's name is Pamela Rose Martinez. So. Bailey, That's where the Bailey, part comes out. Bailey's, Bailey's na- name is fine. <laughs> That's what she, this what her name is. Fine and the motherfucker. <laughs> so, but why do you think it is that like people don't look at Bailey that way? Because they don't talk about Bailey in that sense. They always talk about how great of a wrestler she is and how how compelling of a character she has. But like, for example, like you watch WrestleMania. Did you see how Sasha looked? Oh yeah. Whew! I needed like a break. <laughs> just to see I was like oh when she came down on that car I was like oh she's a star like the, this like I was like that this is like the entrance for like the person who's gonna win the match not the person who gets pinned the second but you know it was all about Bailey and I get it I get the story but it's like man she looked like a star like she did you see the picture on her Instagram no I hadn't do you follow her on Instagram I can't. <laughs> what do you mean you can't? I, I mean, I can't because, like, that's all I would be looking at on Instagram. And I don't want to disrespect my old lady like that. <laughs> all right. So, so like, let me use your, let me see your phone real quick. And I'll be like, oh, 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 don't, don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. You sent me a picture. Let's see what we got. Oh, yeah, I did see this one. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, she's, um, that, 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 Mick, that, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but her husband, he did yeah. well in life. Yeah, he did. He, I mean, he, what, he was a wrestler. He designed a clothes, don't he? So if you listen to Lillian Garcia, I, I, she said, I put Matt on the podcast. So she did a podcast with Lillian Garcia where she admitted she was married. Like she never did it before. So Lillian goes, so you got married last year. And she kind of paused and goes, ah, ooh, ooh, yeah, okay, I did. I got married last year. And the reason I didn't really make it public is because when people, when it leaked that I got married to him, people like were criticizing him. Like he's not good looking enough. How could you break, you know, people were like going crazy about it. Like she was trending on Twitter and everything for that. And she was just like how she told the whole story about how they got together. 
And then even me as like such a big fan of hers and such this, she's like my celebrity crush. I was like, shit, this guy does deserve her. That's pretty noble. Like I listened to the story. I'm like, man, this guy's a good guy. Like shit, he sounds like quite a catch himself, like for a woman. Because so they used to wrestle together in Boston. Mm -hmm. And I guess for a year and a half, he didn't like, he tried to date her or wanted to go out with her and she didn't want to go out with him. And then she finally said, okay, let's go see a Korean movie because she likes Korean movies. They just, they just clicked. They had a lot in common. But when she got hired by NXT or WWE, he quit his job, moved down with her and then started to help her like get all her bill pay set up and make sure she had everything she needed so she could pursue her dream. And he was unemployed. But he did it just for her. I'm like, shit, he's a better guy than I am. You know what? He deserves her. Yeah. Because I, I, I don't know how true it was, but don't he make her ring gear too? Well, he makes all their – I mean, you found out on that podcast. He uh, he makes her ring gear, AJ Styles' ring gear, Triple H's ring gear, Stephanie McMahon's gear, uh, the new days, the Usos, like all that stuff the Usos wear now, that's he does that. He does all that stuff. Sweet. So he's like like I made the joke on Twitter. I said he had a better WrestleMania than she did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> With the rig gear he made, I was like, oh, this guy. And so that's the thing. Like he obviously is on the company payroll, so that's good for her because hey, if this guy's making Triple H's costumes. He's somebody, you know, Triple H isn't letting anybody make costumes for him. But I was just saying when I heard the story, I was like, man, this guy is really a nice guy. Like this guy's a sweetheart. Like he gave up everything for her. That's wow. Shit. That's pretty good. That's right, pretty good. A good investment. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my wife said it. My wife's like, yeah, I think he kind of realized that, Hey, look, you know, I'm, I might be a good looking guy or anything, but this is it. This is the apex. Like, this is, you know, when you get her, it's just like, ooh, I'm at, ooh. The, I'm, I'm at the top of the mountain. I can't go no further. <laughs> yeah, so it was, it was weird. Um, I can't believe Ant just replied to me because I tweet you. You called me a traitor. <laughs> I just said, you know, happy birthday to the queen. Shh, don't tell Sasha because I took that picture of her at the Staples Center, and then he responded back to me. <laughs> Ed's like laughing, but no, I mean, I respect Charlotte. It's just that as long as she and Sasha are on the same show, I can't cheer for her. But once she goes to SmackDown, which is my prediction, you heard it here first. She's going to SmackDown next week. Yeah, they've been teasing. That's what I think. They've been teasing well, yeah, her a little bit. After she got laid up by Nia Jax, like it, it almost felt like that was her like swan song. Like, okay, you're done with Raw now. You're going to go to SmackDown, but... You know what? While while you have me, okay. What other sports do you like other than wrestling? Like, do you watch basketball, football, baseball, hockey? Man, I'm I'm like in the mode of uh, how I am with music. Like when I was younger, that used to be my world. I used to dig football and ba- well, not so much football, but it, I was always into basketball and everything. I played basketball. I watched basketball. That was my shit. But as I got older, man, I fell out of that jump, man, especially joining the military. I was just like, it wasn't my main focus anymore. And like right now, the only interaction that I have with basketball so much so now is when I play 2K. <laughs> That's about it. I mean, dog, I mean, I'm all about the wrestling. 
I watched the wrestling when football season rolled around. I watched the Saints play here and there. But that's about it. I mean, I don't go into depth with analysis. I couldn't even tell you who on the motherfucking roster right now. I know the Pelicans just got uh, cousins, though, but that's the only thing I really know right now. <laughs> so, you, so you're like, okay, because I'm like, whew, I am a sports junkie. I love the NBA. I was watching, I was trying to sneak a peek at Russell Westbrook while I was at the movie theater, but like I have league pass. I watch as many NBA games as I can. I just love the NBA, love the NFL, love baseball. Not as much as basketball, football. But the thing about it, the thing I think the reason I like wrestling is it it's it kind of incorporates all of what I like about those other things. Like it has the drama and the theater and the athleticism of basketball and football, but it has characters. Yeah. So it's kind of like a really good TV show, but. So, okay, do you still watch basketball? Here and there. I don't watch it a lot. So, do you like football, or you don't even watch football that much? Like I said, it's more the same. It's just like here and there. I mean, I don't go out of my way to – I would watch wrestling on a Monday night rather than I would watch football, you know? if I had Put a- it this way. The WWE needs more people like you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I even told Matt this, uh, the, the Charlotte-Sasha street fight, the one that uh, the one where Sasha won the belt in Charlotte, where it was the Falls Count Anywhere match, yeah. which was fantastic. You know why I didn't watch it live? Because Eagles are playing the Packers. Yeah, fuck you. I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, and I'm, I'm staying off my phone, and I'm like, okay, turn off WWE notifications, don't go on Twitter because Sasha and Charlotte are fighting in Charlotte. Something's going to happen. And I like literally didn't look at my phone. And then after, as soon as the game was over, I just skipped to that match. I'm like, okay, I got to see what happened in this match. And then I'll go back and watch the rest of the show. And it's like, oh, my God, this match was so amazing. Man, oh. I, I, get, I get it from all angles, dog. Because like oh, ma- main, that match mainly- is amazing. Mainly I watch, uh, not watch Twitter. Mainly I'm on Twitter. That's my thing. That and Instagram. But I would get it from all sides. If like I I was out doing something with the family or just watching a movie or something and I was like, I can go back and watch wrestling later. I'm going to stay off my motherfucking Twitter because I'm going to get some goddamn spoilers. Go to my Instagram. Boom. People got pictures of the match results. I was like, son of a bitch. All right. Now, next time, I know better to stay off Twitter and Instagram. I check my uh, fucking Facebook. Bam. Motherfuckers knowing that, you know, friends from school and shit know that I'm a wrestling fan. They sending me shit. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) So leave me alone. (laughs) No, I remember the night. um, I'll never. This was made me so bad. The night where she won the, the, you know, the the raw after the the draft or the the first draw after they split the rosters where Finn Balor beat Roman Reigns. And I remember you rant. I think you ranted about that about Finn Balor being so small and like they yeah. had him just run through Reigns and Rusev and everybody that first night. And, you know, that's the night Sasha won the belt the first time. And I didn't watch it live because I had, I had a previous engagement. And I just looked at my text and I didn't even know what he was talking about. My friend just texted me, he goes, now you can't complain anymore. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And then I'm like, I went to the – oh, I'll tell you what happened. So July 25th, I had surgery. I got surgery on a deviated septum. So I was kind of like fucked up because drugs, medication, whatever. 
I get back out of surgery at like 10.30 my time. And I'm like looking through my phone and the guy's like, oh, you can't complain anymore. And I'm like, what's he talking about? And I watch Raw. First thing they announce is, Charlotte, you're defending the title against Sasha. I'm like, oh, God, she won the belt. <laughs> and he just spoiled it for me. It's like, oh, God. And I'm here sick. And I'm, But it's funny because my wife was like, you acted like such a baby during after the surgery like you're sitting there you're all like screwed up but when sasha with the belt you got your energy back and then you're like oh i'm sick again <laughs> so she's like it's kind of funny how that works like we're watching it and you're like watching it watching it and she won the belt and you like literally were so happy for her and then you're like then oh i'm back in pain <laughs> and so it was um it was funny but no like i i i i don't i think i told her the story but i i always tell people like I don't know how many wrestling characters really resonate with me over um, time, but it's like, man, she's one of them. Like she sticks out to me. Like it's just, it's just one of those weird things where you just connect with a certain character and you just, it's like with Stone Cold with all of us. Like when we were all first, we first saw the Stone Cold character evolve. I remember we went to a house show in Toronto at the Sky Dome. And oh my God, like Stone Cold was not what he became, but he started that kiss my ass thing. And people were like in love with this guy. They're just like, oh my God, this guy's like the coolest thing ever. And I remember The Rock at that same house show, he picked up a microphone and this is when he started The Rock kind of character. He goes, give yourselves a head, Toronto. Give yourselves a head. You set a record tonight. Everybody's cheering him, but he's a bad guy. He goes, I've never seen so much trailer park trash in one building. <laughs> right? Everybody booed him for like two seconds and they start to cheer him again. It was just like, oh, forget it. They're going to cheer me. What's the point? Yeah, that, that's another dude, man. He's just oh, great. The Rock has, The Rock is incredible. He's like, he's just not, I mean, this guy became the biggest star in Hollywood. That's insane. Yeah, that's great. Like if you think about it, shit, I got you yawning now. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just reading Nate because Nate will tweet about Dean Ambrose all the time. Oh yeah, you will. So another thing I want to talk about on your show is I have a me and Nate are going to be piloting a podcast soon with Matt kind of being a, an engineer for us. Do tell. Yes, so I call it. Old school, new school, because Nate, I think, might be half my age. I don't know if that's really true, but it's close. I mean, I'm closer to 40, and I don't think Nate might be 20. He might be 20. I don't. I doubt. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Is he 20? Maybe. He, he, he was on your podcast. He, he's lower on the totem pole. <laughs> so I figured that, look, you have this new school wrestling fan who's pretty knowledgeable. You have an old school wrestling fan like me who's very knowledgeable and it's a great dynamic for a podcast because we have such diametrically opposed views on certain things. Certain things we're going to agree on, but certain things we're not going to agree on because he just doesn't look at it from the same lens I look at it from. But that's good. That's what yeah. makes good fodder on a podcast. So Matt's going to help us engineer it, but we're going to do old school, new school with kind of a topic format. So. We're going to do multiple topics on the show. We're not just – like you guys do the three-count stuff, but we're going to do like, okay, 
you know, hypothetically, uh, you know, Seth Rollins, what's next for Seth Rollins? And we're going to like literally stick to topics and just do it like PTI style and see what it sounds like. Yeah, I'd be down for that. And that's kind of not why I like the um, the pipe bomb or whatever. I just kind of fell into that show <laughs> by accident. <laughs> but um, yeah, you got Josh over there with the you know the journalist background, the freaking sports analysis and everything. And then you got Matt with his uh interesting takes on the wrestling. Then you just got me being a dumbass. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I think you. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say that. I think what you do is you kind of bring the the humor and the kind of you kind of you know you bring the fan perspective you're kind of like look i don't know when what happened on what day of the week and what match happened i'm the goldfish <laughs> yeah this is what this is what i remember this is what i like and then you kind of add the whole sound effects and the only thing i have to ask you is okay so you guys have the three count song, which is awesome. The everybody that that was one of my favorite gimmicks from the old WCW was when they did three count. <laughs> but then you go to fifty cent, you go to twenty one questions, and I was just like, "Huh, oh, that's interesting." Why did you choose fifty after? No, because um, it was for a while. I think um, they would get a whole bunch of questions from Nate and a couple of other guys from you and the other people, and it would always be like twenty twenty one, and and we would always be singing like twenty one questions on during the breaks so or before we start recording, and he start just throwing the fifty cent song in there because we was getting like twenty twenty one questions every time we get the three count stuff. I got gotcha. you. So I was thinking about that. I'm like, how would I do that intro? I think about my old DJ days, and I was like, hmm. I would definitely use that three count song, and then I'd probably go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's the instead of ten crack commandments, I would do yeah. something like that. Yeah, that'd be good uh, for Josh. You know, he like Biggie. <laughs> yeah, right. Because that's what I was thinking about it. Because I was like, well, you know, Josh is the notorious Joshy, and I'm sure that made his day. That Sasha changed her Twitter handle to the notorious Banks. Yeah, I know. I had so, to sit there and stand between them and be like, hey. Yeah, I can't be fighting over her like that. Yeah, it's I like, like, whoa, then I changed my you mind. Know, she, she's coming on Matt, you know, he's coming on Matt's lot, but I was just I was thinking about it and like so I thought you added a really cool element to the show because it was like Josh is Josh is really good because Josh is the positive guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he is the I don't get mad that they book certain things a certain way because it's like hey i watch it for what it is it's a tv show and i let them take me in this direction and i don't really get mad and i don't really read like okay if, if aj styles is fighting shade McMahon, i don't get mad i accept it and i think that's really cool because i think as wrestling fans we do get hypercritical sometimes oh, and we yeah. do get <laughs> angry but what i like about matt is matt's pretty calm he's pretty rational he he has the he has perspective except when it comes to like his favorites like me (laughs) and so that's kind of what i am like which is you know i have a friend of mine who i me and him text all the time he used to work for me and you know we've done a couple of pilot podcasts ourselves but i've never released them like for public consumption i just have them and it's crazy because like he's like you're the most rational 
analytical thinker. You taught me a lot about the business, just about business, not the wrestling business, but business. And you're very, you know, you're even. You think of everything about ra- your rational. What comes to Sasha Banks? You're a complete lunatic. Like you have no filter. <laughs> you get mad. You get angry. You swear. And and I've said things. Look, I've said things. And the reason I've said it on that podcast and I released it because I don't know if the world is ready for some of my my hot takes. And and one of the hot takes I've always said is that if she was blonde and six foot and blue eyed and fake breasts. If she if she looked like Lana, they'd probably she'd probably have the belt still. Like she'd never lose. If with her popularity, she looked like Lana, they would never push her. They they would push her to the mood. And he wasn't really thrilled about that take because he's like, so you're basically saying they're racist. And I said, they have a tendency to have racist gimmicks. I mean, you know, Hispanics driving to the ring in a lawnmower, not exactly the most politically correct. Uh, gimmick yeah. you know crime time not exactly the most politically correct i mean team bad team bad was littered in racial you know stereotypes well shit look at what the new day was before they are what they they got now. over because they got before they got over but he was just like and he he was just telling me he's like so just look at it from a rational perspective so you're saying they're racist they're this or that about her Yet she's made evented pay-per-views, made evented Ross. She's been on the poster. She does commercials for other companies that sponsor them. She sells a ton of merchandise and she's on TV every week. How is she buried? He's like, American Alpha, they're buried. Yeah, they was a fucking champs and wasn't on TV. <laughs> right? He's like, Sasha Banks is always on tv no matter what if she's injured they find a way to weave her into the storyline and he's just like i don't think a 25 year old male or female could ever say they've been like treated as well as she's been treated so when you look at it from that perspective he has a good point i mean i'm not going to take it away from him that's a good point but i'm still going to be irrational and i still feel like they dropped the ball with her now that's my opinion, and I'm probably uh, a kind of a raving lunatic for it because anybody I say that to, they just like laugh at me. They're like, "Wait, wait, was she? Did she? What's last time Dolph Ziggler made have edited a pay per view?" Speaking of Dolph Ziggler, um, he just had a match with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I he did, but it was a dark match, mm-hmm. and it was after 205 Live. That's crazy. That that was damn a long ass show then. Because they had to have SmackDown before then. And usually before SmackDown, they have a dark match. So they had a dark match, then SmackDown, then 205 Live, then another dark match. That's a long day. That's what happened to me when they came here to Houston. They had Apollo Crews against um, one of them guys from um, Devard Villains. Then they had SmackDown. Then they had 205 Live. Then they had a tag team match (laughs) after so I'm looking at this list here. The best hip-hop albums to come from Houston. So what do you think number one is? Man, I wouldn't even know. But what I do, what I've realized since you know being here in Houston, you know, listening to the local radio stations, how much of 
my childhood has come from Houston music wise. I'm driving around, I'm listening to um, Pimpin' the Pen by Lil Kiki. I'm listening to Slim Dug, Thug. I'm damn listening to freaking goddamn Big Pokey, fucking Paul Wall, Lil Flip, all that shit. I was like, God damn, this is middle school all over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love some Houston hip hop. Like I love, I, I said it earlier. I love love the Ghetto Boys. Loved even when they got Big Mike and they they didn't have Willie B anymore. Loved um, love UGK. I like some Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Millionaire stuff. Like, who? yep, who exactly? <laughs> who Mike Jones and uh, but that little Kiki Trey the Truth. Yeah, I can't get with that. That's the that's it, it. It no, I just can't. Like, I love South hip hop, but not like all South hip hop. Like, boy, that little Kiki uh, from the Three in the Morning DJ Screw album, man. Right, and that's the out. thing. You got to be from Houston to appreciate DJ Screw because I'm just like. This guy slows down everything, and I pretty much need to sip glean to to really get with the program here. So if I'm not sipping cough syrup and, and uh, <laughs> what's it, cough syrup, Jolly Rancher, and um, promethazine, baby. Yeah, there you go. Is he the Because promethazine, all kind of crazy shit. This podcast has just taken a turn to, you know, the chemist, the alchemist lab. But oh, the thing about the thing about Houston, though, man, I love Houston as a city because I feel like the Galleria is like the greatest gift to shopping ever. Yeah, I went there for the first time not too about a couple months ago, man. That shit was like, God damn, I got a Tesla place in here. Got a goddamn ice rink on the bottom and all this other crazy shit. I feel like. The, um, the 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 Galleria is just it's just an amazing place. But I'll say this about Houston, man. You guys you guys know how to party. Shit, we know how to get in traffic too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, terrible traffic. But you guys know how to party, because and this goes up for anybody who's a a a male who's not in a relationship or doesn't have a wife. Before you get married. Before you have kids, before you you get tied down, you have to go to King of Diamonds in Houston. You got to do it. You, you got to go to King of Diamonds. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, you can go if you're not single, but it might strain you, your relationship. It's, it's probably not the smartest thing, but Houston has the best strip clubs in the United States. And in my younger days, I was a strip club connoisseur. <laughs> Houston. Man, I spent a lot of time at strip clubs and King of Diamonds, whoo, King of Diamonds, Houston. I always tell people, like, if you like rap videos, go to King of Diamonds in Houston, and that's what the dancers look like. Put it this way. To all you wrestling fans out there listening to Rob's podcast, the dancers all look like they'll be at King of Diamonds. Oh, yeah. You can see they look like you see the motherfuckers just walking around here in Walmart sometimes too. (laughs) They look like Naomi. Um, Some of them, you know, from you know, I don't know if they look like Sasha, but they look like Naomi. They got they're they're more on the Naomi side. (laughs) 
Yeah, because because you know, like Sasha Bailey, they got they got the bump. Naomi has the the the, the table. Yeah, like she, she got the whew, she man. Don't get me started. <laughs> actually, so does Amber Boone. I know, I know. <laughs> oh, the thing of Reese. So oh. you like Amber Boone? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like her a lot. Uh, you like Oscar? Oh yeah, I, I dig Oscar. She ain't got a you know lot. She, she don't. She don't have like. a lot of Oscar in the back. But <laughs> speaking of somebody who doesn't have anything in the back, Charlotte, not man, this doesn't have it there. No, she took her. She took out the father on that one. <laughs> no, she. You talk about the rest, of the women that have it. It. She's not. She. And who's the one? We you tweeted about it. Doesn't have anything in the back. You oh, tweeted man. about it yesterday. Maurice. Yeah. Mm-mm. Maurice. She's still a beautiful lady, but she ain't got. Oh, she's she, she's she, beautiful. She, she lacking yeah. in, the, in the derriere region. She need to do some more squats. <laughs> but what I was saying is, um, Oscar. You know what I love about Oscar now? Her facials. She's mm-hmm. so good. She's just so good at the the facials and that I've always wondered how popular she could be, you know, on the main roster because she can't speak English, mm-hmm. and that is a problem. But Nakamura's pretty over, so maybe it's the same thing. Maybe she'll just be female Nakamura, and people will just cheer for her and and go crazy for her. But yeah, um, I don't know. I like Peyton Royce, man. I dig Peyton Royce. The poison ivy one. Yeah, yeah. She she look alright. She alright. She ain't in my top five. No, I mean it's a it's a pretty hard thing to crack the top five now. And it's not easy anymore. Like you got like a Liv Morgan. Oh yeah, uh, Mandy Rose. <sighs> yeah, Mandy Rose. Is really good looking. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's. Uh, and and is is Bailey even said to her once on Twitter? Yes, we get it. You're good looking. <laughs> we we get it. I don't know. This, we it's, it's we just like it. um, they they evolving. It's like it used to be just good looking women with minimal wrestling talent, and now is then it went to like. Not so good looking women with all the wrestling talent. Now is good looking women with the wrestling talent. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> okay, so as somebody who's like a wrestling fan for a long time, like I am, this is what I was trying to tell somebody. Like, okay, so you have, you know, we went through a lot of different iterations of women's wrestling, especially in WWE. So you had, you had the Trish, Lita, Molly Holly, Jacqueline, that kind of era. Oh, Jackie. Woof. Jackie. Jackie, China, Ivory, them. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, they were good-looking women, but they could wrestle. But they never got the opportunity to wrestle like these women do. But they could still go. Like, they could wrestle. They could all wrestle. Then they went to the, the, the catalog models. They went to the, the Victoria's Secret models. So they went to Berea. They went to Kelly Kelly. They went to Michelle McCool. They went to Layla. They went to, like, all of them. Yeah, Canellis, all those chickens. Yeah. So they weren't really good in the ring, but they looked really good. 
Shit, and that was like around the time frame to where they had every damn damn near every woman on the roster on Playboy and shit. But like that's the thing. Like I don't find like Stacy Keebler hotter. She's hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't find her more attractive than Sasha. Mm-mm. And I think it's because Sasha could actually wrestle. Like I think there's something sexy to these women who look like Sasha, look like Charlotte, look like Bailey, Becky. Peyton, whatever, Amber Moon, Naomi, all of them. But they can actually work. Like, Mm -hmm. there's something really attractive about their female athletic. They're very athletic, but they look a certain way. And they can go in the ring. Man, like when um, Naomi made her uh, debut after the injury and everything most recently, whatever, she ran down the ramp and gave fucking Natty a goddamn Hurricane Rana. That shit was tight as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I've never been a big Natty person. I'm Canadian, and you'd think I would just like Natty, but Natty's like the one. I, and I know she's a technical great. She's technically a great wrestler, but it's just she's Nyquil to me. She is sleep aid. Like mm-hmm. if she comes on my TV screen, she's just sleep aid. The only time I was ever remotely interested in her was when she did the stuff with Nikki Bella, and that's just because it's so easy. To hate Nikki Bella mm-hmm. or to get heat on her because you know everybody's you know she's the star and you know and not everybody's and and so it's like it's just easy for people to call Nikki Bella a bitch and you're like oh ooh, I like her for calling Nikki Bella a bitch because it's easy to pick on Nikki Bella because yeah. you know people resent her success and they don't they don't think she took wrestling seriously enough but then when she finally started to improve that she got injured. And now she's really a reality TV star, but like, man, Natty just doesn't do it for me at all. Yeah, you've heard me say it many times. You need to go on here and take a hiatus, a permanent one. <laughs> like, I know a lot of people love Mickey James, but Mickey James never did it for me. Like, she's a really pretty girl, but she never did it for me. Like, I just never. I was just never like I'm not Josh. Like, well, maybe nobody's Josh <laughs> when it comes to Mickey James. But like, I saw Mickey James a little bit. Like, she's really attractive. Like, she's a good looking woman. But it's oh, just yeah. it doesn't connect with me. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, she is a, a fine piece of lady, but um, not my top five, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy because, like. I was looking at um, who's the other person? I was like, I'm thinking about Naomi, and for how Boy, many years? Are you thinking about Naomi? I'm thinking about Naomi too. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm talking about how like she was. She's always been very athletic, and mm-hmm. she's always been a wrestler who I felt like could have always been pushed better or gotten more opportunity because she was in that ridiculous Funkadactyls thing, and then when she got really hot. She she got the eye injury when the, the Oksana, other girl, yeah. Oksana, injured her. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, Oksana injured her, and she lost her WrestleMania moment. But they never really went with her after that. And I've always felt like Naomi is like an un, underutilized performer. Like, she's super athletic. Um, she's not the smoothest in the ring, but I also think that's because She's never really got to work long programs with great women wrestlers. Like, 
Look, I love Alexa Bliss. Alexa is in my top. She's in my top two, but she ain't good in the ring. And I'm just going to keep it all the way real. She's improving, but she ain't, she ain't Sasha or Bailey in the ring. Like, she's attractive, and I like looking at her. But as a wrestler, you can't put Alexa in that category. Yeah, like, I mean, she's not going to go out and steal the show. See, I mean, it's just also in their background as well. I mean, Charlotte, goddamn gym, gymnast or whatever. I mean, from the time you've seen the NXT up until now, she has very, very, very drastically improved or whatever. And she, you know, she's taking, you know, the wrestling thing down, um, you know, almost as second nature. <laughs> but... Shit, Alexa Bliss has um, a cheerleading and um, Oli- uh, I'm about to say Olympic um, gymnast background too. I mean, you can kind of see that in their style or whatever because they're used to performing that routine or whatever. That's what makes them come off not so as smooth. Naomi was a former backup dancer and everything and a cheerleader or whatever. So they used to a routine. And usually what you know wrestling is is a routine. I mean, you have your set of moves that you go to all the time. And that you know how to do, you know, easily. So, I mean, a lot of times that stuff come off clunky. You got to try to, like, not treat it so much as a goddamn ballet or a freaking um, dance routine. You got to damn kind of fill it out and adjust accordingly. So, what you think is it's just practice? Practice? You talking about practice? Well, <laughs> no, but steel, steel sharpens steel. And so what I would hope for Naomi is I want to see Naomi in a long program with Charlotte. I got a long program for her. I'm sure you do. <laughs> I, I'm sure you do. So is like, is Naomi your free pass with your wife? My wife don't know who my free passes are. Huh? I said, my, my wife is my number one. I don't, I don't discuss women's in front of my wife. Yeah, yeah. My me. wife discuss about men all. Matter of fact, we just had, uh, for my birthday, we did a podcast where she answered listener questions. And she told everybody her top five picks of penises she would like to dine on. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I have a reason to go back and listen. I, I mean, I was going to, it's actually on my to, to listen to list like I wanted to listen to that episode because it had to be funny yeah because I'm just like it, it had um, a question was posed to like if Denzel Washington took her out on a date and he came in for a kiss would she damn take the kiss uh, first of all I was like well motherfucker where the hell am I for her to be on a date with goddamn Denzel Washington so whatever we, we got past that she's like you damn right I'm gonna kiss Denzel Washington I might even slip him a little tongue too I was like what the fuck I don't even talk about other women in front of you <laughs> so how I'm getting this daggone this treatment right now then she said Roman Reigns Bruce <laughs> Lee um okay freaking and I forget the other three motherfuckers that was a top five for getting the nasty on with cause one of the questions was if um if you were cursed with a spell to where you couldn't have sex for a year and the only way to break the curse was to have sex with five people, who those five people would be. 
or would you just be abstinent for a year? She's like, well, I'm having sex with five people. I was like, you whore. (laughs) (laughs) So my wife, um, we were watching the, the raw after mania and, you know, Reigns is in the ring and she's just like, Oh, he's such a beautiful man. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, beautiful man? And she's like, he's she's like, he's he's moving up the charts. Like he ain't rock or he ain't Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh yeah, that's what, that was another one of her five, the rock. <laughs> and then she loved my wife loves Finn Balor. So like she's just like, it's great. I have Roman Reigns and Finn Balor on the same show. There's no reason to watch SmackDown because, <laughs> because she's just like she's just like oh my god Finn Balor is so beautiful and so she loves Finn Balor she loves uh, you know yeah she loves Roman Reigns yeah because I'm sitting there and I'm like is you is you really doing this right now is it this is what we talking about. I was just telling her, I'm like, I don't understand why you're so, you're such a big fan of, of Robert Reigns. And she's like, look at him. He's gorgeous. And it, I'm like, okay, was, I a, get it. It was a point in time to where, like, you know, Monday she have her her thing of shows that she would watch. And I would be in another room watching wrestling. It ha- it was a point in time to where every time Roman Reigns appeared on the screen, I had to go in there and tell her that he was on TV so she can come watch him. And then as soon as he was off, her t- off the TV, she would go back and doing what she was doing. <laughs> or if she know that I'm in here watching wrestling and Roman Reigns on TV and I didn't come say nothing she would come in here and chew me out though. <laughs> she said why you didn't tell me Roman was on TV I was like because I don't want you to get the satisfaction of looking at Roman Reigns somebody has to get mini Sasha Banks on the po- I told Matt you gotta get her on the podcast how old is Mimi Sasha Banks? I don't know, but she's a star. Because I was in Orlando, as you know, and oh my goodness, like people were like, oh, that's Mimi Sa-. Like they were literally like seeking her out to take pictures with her. And I'm like, next year, her and Izzy are going to have their own table at Access. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be taking pictures with people. Cause like she posts her videos on her on her Twitter page, and she she posts the, posts the video with Naomi, and she posted the video with with Charlotte, where she like she went and saw them. They saw her, and Charlotte's like, "Oh, come give me a hug." And Charlotte's like, "Hey, let's do the BFF thing me and Sasha used to do. You know, you hit my head, do that." And then Naomi hugs her, and Naomi's like, "Oh my God, have you have you met Sasha yet? Like, have you seen her? She, you know, and." So, like, she's taken this persona and made it into something. And I'm like, man, I wish my, I hope my daughter does that, is an entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Her and uh, Sasha Banks in the picture together right here. The Which one? Is the um, I Play the, America. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's the I Play and then the one below it, the one at Russell. Like, she was maybe, she was like one of the first people in line for the access line for Sasha. And I was waiting on Matt. Matt, you know you were late recording the pipe bomb. I just want to point that out. Um, yeah, I know. We was there for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was listening to the episode today, and I'm like, Matt, you're talking about in 45 minutes, I'm going to beat Sasha. It's like, you should have been there already. Not in 45 
two minutes. Because if we had got to meet her right away, we could have gone, met Naomi, met Charlotte, done all that stuff. But look at her video with her and Charlotte. It's like. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's like, wow. It's crazy because a lot of people wanted to meet Charlotte, man. Like, just in that crowd, talking to people. They were just like, really, really want to meet, you know, Charlotte. And hey, she met Hornswoggle and El Torito. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, they probably wanted to take pictures with her. Because they're all the same height. <laughs> but it's crazy because she is like, she met the Hardys. Yeah. Who did they get a pop? Oh yeah, the Naomi. When she met Naomi, she lo- she was so happy. I remember she was just like, "This is crazy." Hey, like I said, I hope my daughter has you know that kind of entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. What I have to know is where does she get the money to attend all these events? Parents. <laughs> Shit, you, you be you be hard pressed to um, think that damn WWE don't pay for some of them tickets for Izzy. I think they pay for both of these two mm-hmm. because, like, I'm looking at how does she have the exact same outfit Sasha has on? Like, how does she know what Sasha's gonna wear the day of her signing? Like, it's come kind of now. I'm kind of suspicious. Yeah, somebody in. Sasha's entourage probably reached out to her. Okay, this is what she's going to be wearing. This is a picture. You know. Somebody's in the loop. All right. Hey, man. It's what? It's almost late. Yeah, and I got to take kids to school in the morning. Yes. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity to to be on your podcast. I think we covered a lot of ground on a lot of different yes, topics. You, you did cover a lot of ground on a lot of things. <laughs> yes. So, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how this sounds, but uh, thanks for the opportunity. Hey, this and, might be a two-parter, you know, boy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And tomorrow on the Pipe Bomb, you know, make sure you bring it up to Matt that, hey, you know, I, he was late beating the boss. <laughs> also, before you go, I meant to tell you this and ask you this king ajar or a yeah. what the fuck is that okay so my real name is raja r-a-j-a and raja the indian meaning of it is king mm-hmm. so i instead of calling myself king raja which was already taken like on king twitter king? <laughs> i went king ajar because i was driving one day and i opened my door and it says door ajar and I'm like, ajar, Raja backwards. There you go. So that's what it is. King, king. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's stupid because it's king, king, but no one ever thinks about it like that. Well, just, I mean, have you watched Kung Fu Panda since you said you go see all these kitty movies? Yes. Yes. I have seen Kung Fu Panda. Is a uh, Master Sifu or Shifu. And Shifu in that language is master. So it's master, master. Yeah. <laughs> and I used to know somebody. I used to have a supervisor who worked for me. Her name was Carrie Carrie. <laughs> and that was her first. Ed, like she, her name was Carrie Smith, and she married a person with the last name Carrie. So she was Carrie Carrie. She could work for WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so Kigajar is Raja backwards. And so nobody just 
I always wanted to be Kig Raja, but then I couldn't get the Twitter handle, so I just went Kig Ajar. And then it just kind of took a life of its own because, like, even Matt's like, hey, King. And I'm like, well, it's, my name's, you know, it's Raja, but okay. You know, so it's it's just one of those things. And how did, I mean, you say you're from Canada, ain't you? Mm-hmm. Where the fuck Raja come from? <laughs> hmm? Where the fuck Raja come from? Well, I'm Indian. My heritage is Indian. Ah, but I'm born but and did. raised in Canada. Gotcha. So that's, that's crazy. My, yeah. Yeah, well, I think it's crazy just the fact that there's an Indian guy from Toronto who... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know. Because, <laughs> like, off top, I mean, there's it's not a picture of you on for your profile pic. And I see King Ajar, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, he, he got to be from another country well, or some shit if, like that. If you go... Okay, so do, what's your Instagram? It is random ramblings, W underscore Rob. Or you can just type in random rambles or rob it'll pop up. Or you can do the hashtag RRRPC. Or you can just type in random. There's many ways you can find All right. So <laughs> is this you? B Rob? Podcast or wrestling? That's you, right? Yeah, that's me. Okay. So I just followed you. Now you follow me back on Ajar Picks, which is my Instagram handle, which I don't use Instagram that much, but there's a profile pic of me. So you know I can't that's the only real Huh? Okay, I see. Alright. <laughs> Ooh, Sasha Banks. Hello. Well, yeah, so it's so funny because I remember um, I posted a picture which is the picture that everybody oh the um let me go back. I don't like I said, I don't use Instagram that much. I'm not a big picture guy, I'm more of a Twitter guy. But that's my profile pic. Like that's the one with me and my best friend from Chicago. He's, you know, the African American gentleman. He's a dentist, so it's good to have dentists who are friends. Yeah. So you know, I have the shoes, I have my dogs, I have my music, the videos I watch, and then Sasha Banks. Then I have a picture of Alexa. Then I have Sasha. Then I have Alexa Bliss on there too. Yeah, getting choked out by Sasha Which, Banks. <laughs> that I have that on there, but I have the picture I took of Alexa at the house show. Oh yeah, that picture of Sasha Banks is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, my, my wife always asks me this question. She's like, if Sasha looked like Nia Jax, would you like her? And I will refuse to answer that question. Because first off, I think Nia Jax is actually really pretty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have nothing against Nia Jax because if we're not in the same room. Then I would have something against the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Nia Jax is, she's a, she's a pretty lady. I mean, she's, she's a model herself. Yeah, she's not like most girls. Damn, Charlotte looks so much better now than she used to. Oh, yeah. This is a true like statement. She... Oh, my God. My wife. Oh, yeah. He... That's one thing you and my wife have in common. My wife loves Naomi. Mm. Naomi is her girl. She, uh, you know, we were at the house show. We were at Elimination Chamber. And she popped hard. For Naomi winning the title. And when Naomi won at WrestleMania, that's the only time she cheered other than when the Hardys came back. 
because she loves Jeff Hardy. Man, I I I, I would pop for Naomi too. I'll pop all of her Nikki kiss and. <laughs> But yeah, I'm, I'm man, I'm I'm just honored to be on your show. You know, I listen to your podcast. You have, you kind of go all over the place, which I love. That's why I think the name is so uh, well suited. But like I said, man, I want to do the podcast with Nate, and I want to see how that thing turns out. Maybe I'll get you involved in it as well. Oh yeah, I'll jump uh, because you are the you are the producer extraordinaire. I don't even know how I got that, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, didn't you produce for Ant or something? No. So were you on Ant's show or was I he was on, on yours? it before? Yeah. That was, and how did that happen? Uh, yeah, because I mean, I listened to um, Ant's show or whatever, and um, for a while, um, Ant was going around from different podcasts to different podcasts, and just out of the blue, he um, sent out a tweet saying, "Hey, I'm going to be on this show, this show, this show, and this show," and mine happened to be one of the shows that he said, and I was just like okay, this is news to me. <laughs> so Ant was on my show originally and we got to chatting in a, we got an episode called The Rant and Ant and after that, he invited me on his show and then after I was on his show, you know, Matt reached out to me and be like, hey, we want you on our show and then I went over there, did a couple of episodes with them and Matt asked me to be a part of the show. At first, I was just like, I don't think I can because, you know, I'm looking for work and I don't know what my schedule going to be like and I'm trying to do my podcast. He's like, yeah, no problem. I understand that. And then that one day I sent out the tweet. I was like, because I've been on the show so much recently. I was like, I'm the unofficial third guy on the pipe bomb with McCool. And then that show that he announced that I was a part of the show, I didn't know shit about it. He kind of did it right there on the spot. And I was like, oh. I'm a part of the show now. <laughs> it was funny because I knew you were a part of the show, I think, before you did. Yeah, that's weird, right? <laughs> because he told he told me, he, he even said it. He's just like, oh, you know, I'm going to add Rob to the show. I'm like, oh, that'd be good. That adds an element. So are you, like, currently looking for work or are you just retired? I retired and then I took time off, like, just to decompress and do family shit or whatever. But um, I'm going to start working next week. Is it in your chosen field? Kind of. Security. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, like, that's what a lot of military folks do. They need to decompress. Yeah. So I I took my time because, like, no shit, I was doing job interviews before I got out. And I had, like, maybe one or two jobs lined up that I probably could have jumped into as soon as I got out. But my wife was like, man, you've been working nonstop for 16 years. You need to damn take a break. She's like, I mean, just come up with a game plan, figure out what you want to do. I mean, in in the meantime, fucking relax. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing for the past couple months. <laughs> but then I got three kids, so they start wanting things and getting bigger bellies and want to eat up all my goddamn food. So now I got to go back to work. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm just like, somebody tweeted out this thing. It says, uh, somebody goes, okay, at Sasha, snatching the title from Bailey, which notice people didn't notice that on Raw. Did you notice that? Did you catch that on Raw? No, I didn't. So when they won the six women match, the referee hands the belt and Sasha grabs it on oh, the yeah, ref's yeah, hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
and then Bailey grabbed it out of her hands, kind of like, "Hey, it's my belt." And you could, I, I thought it was going to happen right there. I was like, "Oh my god, here we go!" Oh, they're they, they drawing it. Yeah, they are. And then, but the, the guy, the, this guy tweeted the gif of it, and it's just like it's like her ass in slow motion going right to left. And I'm like, "Okay, who cares about the belt? They, like who?" Who cares about the belt? Oh, you saw it? Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Why are you talking about it? I just retweeted. I just retweeted it. So looking at it right now. And then the and then she responded to the guy and she goes, "Hey, I was just handing her the belt." And then a guy on Twitter he said exactly what I was thinking. He goes, "I'm sorry, I was too busy looking at her ass." (laughs) That's amazing. That's what he said. I mean, he literally said that. He goes, where's this guy? Yeah, he goes, I was too busy looking at her ass. Sorry. <laughs> and then there's, yeah, this guy making kissy faces with his big ass glasses. Yeah, I'm going to retweet that. Somebody responded, careful, Sasha. Emma will get it before you. Uh, no, that will not happen. Oh, Emma. Ooh, I like her, too. Yeah, I think I think the the everybody's dream like I think it's not everybody's dream wrestling match, but I think it's just everybody's dream. I want to see these two just look at each other or fight is Sasha against Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's like the internet sellout. Might get it doing the shakeup, homeboy. They'll swap they'll swap out uh, Bliss well, for Charlotte. For Charlotte, yeah. But here's the thing, though. If you do that, and I know we've way past got our Hester time, but we'll wrap up on this. I don't know if Alexa Bliss works as a baby face. I don't know either. I mean, they try, that's what she always was until she got with Blake and Murphy. Yeah, she was. She was yeah, but she, it was, she was terrible. I, Nobody liked that ball. I liked her, but I hated the ballerina gimmick. Yeah, she always did turn her head to the side like that. And I'm like, why? You but there's this uh, internet rumor that her and Sasha have real beef. Ooh, what's beef? Something about, something about, I know just Sasha never was really that great to her or something like that at the performance center. And it was always about the four horsewomen, but the other three horsewomen kind of, you know, they helped Bliss out, but she never did. And, even if you listen to Alexa Bliss interviews, they ask her specifically, like, oh, who has helped you? She says, Becky. She says, Bailey. She says, Charlotte. She never mentioned Sasha by name. Mm. She never. And then even remember that time she cut the promo where the, where she was the luchador? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't know. It could have been Sasha Banks, right? And it was like that was literally meant to, like, get the internet kind of stirring because there's just <laughs> – always been this whole i even googled it the other day i said sasha banks alexa bliss beef and something actually came up about it like it was sasha banks alexa bliss beef and something came up like yeah it came up which is it was um what was it? 
don't know. You're supposed to be telling me. <laughs> I'm, I'm No, I'm, I'm reading it to you, which is um, they said, hey, is it true that there's beef? And this guy who's apparently connected with the company said, yep, the two never mention each other on Twitter. They don't follow each other on Twitter. They never mention each other by name. Um, Alexa Bliss did an interview out of character talking about the women who helped her. She mentioned the three horsewomen, but she would never mention Sasha at all. And what's funny is her best matches at NXT were with Sasha. They weren't with Bailey. They weren't with Charlotte. They weren't with Becky. They were with Sasha. But they never mentioned each other. And then there was that whole time where... Um, yeah, she bust her nose in that match, didn't she? Yeah. Yep. And then where... Uh, Alexa, they go, hey, Sasha, did you see that Alexa, um, you know, said something about you on SmackDown? And she goes, who? Ooh. And, you know, Alexa goes, yeah, you're right. You better not know who, you, you don't want to know who I am. And then I would like to see that unfold. Get them on the But see, that's the thing, though. If they really hate each other, that makes you want to see this even more. Hell yeah. Bitter rivals. Well, it's just that they have such compelling characters. And, you know, people love the characters. And why would why shouldn't they? But yeah. Where can they find you at, homeboy? On the interwebs, I mean. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I said, where can people find you at on the interwebs? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, so my Twitter handle is at Kingajar, K-I-N-G-A-J-A-R. My Instagram um, handle is at Ajar, A-J-A-R, Picks, P-I-C-S. I do not do Facebook. I never have, never will. Just uh, um, I don't know why. It's just not my thing. And then, you know, I will pop up or, or occasionally on shows. You know, I'm connected with, you know, the host, Matt, of the Pipe Bomb. You're a part of that show. I will be, you know, doing a couple of different podcasts here in the future, one with Nate the Great and another shoe podcast that is still kind of in the works where we talk about sneaker culture and just kind of what sneaker culture means to a lot of other different subcultures hip-hop wrestling fashion um you know athletics etc so it's just you know i have a love of sneakers i own over 300 pairs i've been collecting for 20 years so it's just it's one of my passions like one of the things that relaxes me is cleaning my shoes yeah i can see that I will say this, um, <laughs> waterfalls. <laughs> so that's where you could find me. And, you know, I would, I would implore everybody on this podcast who's listening to Rob to check him out on the pipe, Bob. He does fantastic work there. Listen to all the NAI guys. Listen to the whole new age insiders. They have a lot of good shows. Um, I have a, I have a Patreon and you know, I have been for a while with those guys and, you know, 
they have a lot of good content. Don't just listen to the traditional kind of wrestling shows out there, the Meltzer stuff, because that's, Blah. I mean, that's gossip stuff. You know, yeah. you want a, you want a different perspective. So I would just give everybody that that point of view. But yeah, thank you for having me. It was an honor. Didn't realize we have something in common other than you know our love for certain female wrestlers that we both own WWE stock. That's some trivia I did not know going into this. Yep, and you have now been educated, sir. <laughs> yes. So thank you so much. Talk to you soon. And that was the conclusion to a great conversation with a great man named Raja Raj Raji. <laughs> Oh man, it is interesting what you learn about people because I thought, dude, I mean, obviously I thought he was, you know, from another country and everything, but, you know, hearing him talk, I was like, oh, this dude's American, but, you know, then I asked, you know, he's Canadian, but he is of Indian descent. It's crazy shit, right? (laughs) Uh, Things you learned. But anyway, shout outs to King Ajar, because that's what I keep calling him. That's what I what comes to mind when I think of that dude. So that's why I keep calling him. Um, Yeah. Episode is in the books. Look out for more things from that young man. He's going to start up his own podcast talking about shoes and professional wrestling and probably Sasha Banks. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was awesome. Man, I'm getting a little sleepy, so I'm about to wrap this thing on up. Thanks to Hobby Rogers. Thanks to Ray of the Naked Porch Podcast. Thanks to Jared of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast for your voicemails. And I want to wish some happiest of the birthdays to my co-host on the Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, Josh Lopez. Today is his birthday. Also sharing a birthday with him today is Isidoro Rodriguez. You may know him as Izzy or the creature Isidoro. The guy that I was telling you about who does the awesome wrestling cosplay and makes all the gear and everything. So they both share a birthday today. So happy birthday to both of those gentlemen. I wish your day will be long and prosperous and you get all the things you want and some extra stuff that you didn't think you was going to get, but you got anyway. So it's a bonus on your birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. I'm sweating. So let's close it down. People, you know where you can find me on Twitter. It's at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling in any form of shenanigans, that's the, where you do it. Also, the show has a Twitter. You can find it at, wait for it, R, 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 underscore, podcast. That's three R's, underscore, podcast. It's um, the account that I use when I do anything random or anything pertaining to the show. So if you need more info about the show, you can use that account or you can go to random robcast.com if you go to the homepage you can see all kinds of ways that you can support the show whether it be through merchandise 
um, just straight up giving me some cash in my PayPal. Um, there's a wish list for Amazon. You can get items to help out the show with this in this expansion, or you can be a patron like Brandon McIntyre, who I appreciate oh so much for contributing to the show. So there's all manners of ways you can do it. And the way that you can find the one that best suits you is to go to randomrobcast.com. Also, follow me on Instagram. You can see me walking around Walmart talking all kinds of bullshit or vlogging, as the young people say. Also, pretty soon I'm going to be meeting up with Foxy in person because we both here in Houston. And I probably try to meet with freaking Isidoro there. Because he's in Houston. Shit, I might even try to get with Kifa Bartek, another guy who is here in Houston. And we go walk around Walmart and shoot the shit. I'm still trying to figure out the logistics on that. When I say logistics, I mean, who going to hold the camera? Because, I mean, if we both going to be in the frame, I can't just long arm it and hold it out, you know, in selfie mode and while we talking. Because that's going to be retarded as fuck. I probably bring one of the kids with me or both of them. I don't know. We'll work it out. <laughs> and yeah, send me them voicemails, man. Uh, 304-825-5762. Also, you can email me some things. If you got music that you want played on the podcast, send it my way. You can send it to randomrobcast.com. And I play your music if nobody else is, man. So what this show's about, helping everybody and anybody. Shout out to Sir John Lee, shout out to Zyme, shout out to Sabrina Fowler, shout out to Ralph Nervous. Who else on here been musical and shit? Let me look through my list. My list. <laughs> Man, I'm tired as fuck. Whoever else been musical guest on my show, shout outs to YouTube. I appreciate it. Bumpy 103. There you go. That's my motherfucker. You got a new song out called Berserk. Look that up on uh, SoundCloud. Shit, I should have put it as the bonus content, but I'm done editing for tonight. <laughs> um, Yeah, man, that's about it. Also, listen to a wrestling-themed podcast called The Pipe Bomb with McCool and Company, starring Matt McCool, Josh Lopez, who I just wish happy birthday to, and myself. Man... It's been a long time, and I'm about to cut this shit off. So, appreciate you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed all the shows, all the things, all the guests. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate you. I appreciate the sky because it's blue. Look at that. I'm rhyming. My mixtape coming soon. Anyway, I'll see y'all next time.